wish Chick-fil-A was open on Sunday. Oh, yeah. There's many times I'm leaving church like I could. Oh, dang it. Sunday. Yeah, it's right next to Ranhurst. Uh, yeah. When I'm speaking there, I'd love to just swing around because I, yeah. I love Chick-fil-A. Kanye West has a song closed on Sunday. Huh. It's all about Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah. So what about that? You know, I, I remember a time when, I, in fact, even to this day in Wisconsin, you can't buy a car on Sundays still. Mm. I don't know why it's part of the law, but yeah. it still is. There's a, there's a, and it, there's a lot of, back in the day, there was a lot of laws that kept businesses from being open or just a lot of businesses staying closed. Sports, sports too. Like growing up, I'd never, never. have a game on a Sunday. Yeah, never. And now it's all over. And the reason there are because we're we're yeah. okay with it. We're Actually, one of my favorite uh, you told me this story, Chuck Swindoll. Yeah. No, uh, it was uh it was James Dobson. James Dobson yeah. was a great tennis player. Yeah. And in high school he had a tournament on a Sunday. And he was like he had some scholarship offers, all that, and he turned down he turned down the tournament because he said, I can't. Yeah. I cannot play on Sunday. Yeah. It was a big deal. I and I remember him telling a story. Um mm -hmm. and if you've ever watched the movie the chariots of fire that's what that was all about so th for some reason christians had a lot more of an emphasis on the sabbath yeah sunday being the lord's day they moved it from the seventh day to the first so day. what about that yeah yeah and we're, actually jesus addresses the jews view towards it which was all the way to the other side we're going to yeah. get that in this chapter that's right so you want to start reading in verse one yeah said it says, afterward, Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish holy days. Inside the city, near the sheep gate, was the pool of Bethesda with five covered porches. Crowds of sick people, blind, lame, or paralyzed, lay in the porches. One of the men lying there had been sick for 38 years. Now, it's kind of cool in The Chosen. There's a whole episode about this. Mm -hmm. It's a really good episode. This is when Jesus saw him and knew he had been ill for a long time. He asked him, would you like to get well? I can't, sir, the sick man said, for I have... No one to put me into the pool when the water bubbles up. Someone else always gets there ahead of me. And Dad, you just sent me an article about this. Yeah, pool. this is a great. Uh, yeah, and I, and I I think the article has it nailed actually yeah. that this was actually a pagan pool. Yeah, and that so this view of what was going on in the water that this was something at the because the Romans, I mean, they occupied Jerusalem, and mm -hmm. so there were Romans who lived there, mm -hmm. and there was there was those pagan influences. And so the article was making this case for that, that that was a pagan view. And um, there was a lot of syncretism, people trying to mix their religious views, their Yahweh views in with the pagan religious stuff. Yeah. And Jesus comes along and he doesn't scare him. He's like, <laughs> he knows that there's no, nothing that's going to produce healing for this guy unless he does it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he doesn't also run from it. Ah, look yeah. at these people. Are I'm going to get out of here. It's demonic. Yeah. He doesn't do that either. So Jesus told him, stand up, pick up your mat and walk. Instantly, the man was healed. He rolled up his sleeping mat and began walking. But this miracle happened on the Sabbath. And so the Jewish leaders objected. They said to the man who was cured, you can't work on the Sabbath. The law doesn't allow you to carry that sleeping mat. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, it was such a big deal then. And it sounds so it humorous. It sounds like stuff today. like my kids fight over. It's like finding the littlest <laughs> thing. Let's fight about yeah. it. But know? we know people are this way because remember, we went up on the Temple Mount, which is now Muslim controlled. Mm -hmm. And when we were going to have our picture taken, they wouldn't let us have, I couldn't have my arm around you. Yeah. And I, I couldn't hold my wife's hand. I couldn't hold your mom's hand because no. they gave this, Nicole this, a dress. This is holy place. This yeah. is holy place. You know? Yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, so the people are that way as yeah. humorous as it sounds. Yeah. Who said such a thing as that? They demanded. The man didn't know that for Jesus had disappeared into the crowd. But afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and told him, now you are well. So stop sinning. 
or something even worse may happen to you. That's going to like, wow, it doesn't sound like Jesus to many people, does it? Except we know that Jesus knows everything and mm-hmm. he knows the kind of life the guy was living, had been living before this. Yep. And that perhaps this was a situation where God was using his ailment to keep him from sin or, or to, yeah, to get his attention. Yeah. Then the man went and told the Jewish leaders that it was Jesus who had healed him. <laughs> I guess he didn't like Jesus telling him that. Yeah. Take it to verse 16. Yeah, so the Jewish leaders began harassing Jesus for breaking the Sabbath rules. But Jesus replied, my father is always working, and so am I. So the Jewish leaders tried all the harder to find a way to kill him. For he had not only broken the Sabbath, he called God his father, therefore making himself equal with God. So this whole God being our father thing, this was a Jesus thing. Mm -hmm. When he said, pray this way, our father in heaven. That's not like that was a common thing. No, this was something that Jesus taught his people, he wants to be your father. So Jesus explained, I tell you the truth, the son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father doing. Whatever the father does, the son also does. For the father loves the son and shows him everything he is doing. In fact, the father will show him how to do even greater works than healing this man. Then you will truly be astonished. For just as the father gives life to those he raises from the dead, so the son gives life to anyone he wants. In addition, the Father judges no one. Instead, he has given the Son absolute authority to judge so that everyone will honor the Son just as they honor the Father. Anyone who does not honor the Son is certainly not honoring the Father who sent him. Again, this is the exclusivity of Jesus that he says, I am the only way to get to the Father. I'm I'm it. And so if you reject me, you're rejecting all of it. There's people who say that Jesus never claimed to be God. It's kind of a growing (laughs) thing. It's like you just read Scripture and you find that's just false. Yep. I tell you the truth, verse 24, those who listen to my message and believe in God who sent me have eternal life. They will never be condemned for their sins, but they have already passed from death into life. So that salvation, that new life, that eternal life doesn't begin when we die. It begins when we believe, when we're attached to him. And we've, we have Jesus to hold on to for this, that I don't have to say, oh, I know that I'm, I, I can say, I know what Jesus has said. And he said that if I believe in him, that I am saved. Verse 25, and I assure you that the time is coming, indeed it's here now, when the dead will hear my voice, the voice of the Son of God, and those who listen will live. The Father has life in himself, and he has granted that same life-giving power to his Son, and he has given him authority to judge everyone because he is the Son of Man, which was the term used in the minor prophets speaking prophetically of the coming Messiah, that this is God having been born of man. That's why they refer to him as the Son of Man. Don't be so surprised. Indeed, the time is coming when all the dead in their graves will hear the voice of God's Son, and they will rise again. Those who have done good will rise to experience eternal life, and those who have continued in evil will rise to experience judgment. Now, we're not talking, I mean, he's not talking about good works, bringing salvation, right? Because I was at a Catholic cemetery, and I saw this verse over the graves. Um, You know, I was just like, man. I mean, it is scripture, but the way it was being used is almost like the idea of, you know, hey, you got to be good enough. Yeah, well, you have to understand that Jesus had also taught that no one is good. And so no one is good in and of themselves. So, yes, essentially it is of good works, but it's of Jesus's good works. Mm -hmm. And then when we have been transformed, then we're capable of doing good works. Yeah. So the judgments in Scripture always seem to be pointed to their judgment of works, but the source of those works is what's important because we could never produce even the so many of the good things that I do my motives are very selfish I do a lot of good things because of the way they make me feel 
or because of what other people are going to think. Right. So even that, I mean, so a lot of my good things are sinful in their motivation. Yeah. But it's through Jesus that we have all of that. Good. So you are saved by good works. It's just not your works. Yes, absolutely. All right. So last verse, verse 30, I can do nothing on my own. I judge as God tells me. Therefore, my judgment is just because I carry out the will of the one who sent me, not my own will. We'll pick this up and finish the chapter then tomorrow. And uh, let's get over to, yeah. get over to Psalms. Psalm 56, I believe, right? Psalm 57. 57. Oh, no, no, you're right. Psalm 56, 56 verse right. 13. Yep, go ahead. Verse 13? Yep. This is for Did you. I read the whole thing? No. No, you're good. Okay. <laughs> I'm always, yeah. I'm like oh, gun so shy now. <laughs> A couple of times Junior said, you know, you read that whole chapter. It's like, okay. <laughs> no, you're good. Verse 13, it says, for you have rescued me from death. You have kept my feet from slipping. So now I can walk in your presence, O God, and your life-giving light. Mm. Only... Can we walk in the presence of God once we have been rescued yeah. by God? And you, you live that way, it changes. It changes how you're going to go about your day. Today. Right. Live with confidence because of what Jesus Christ has done for you today. We'll see you tomorrow.